Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. The Opinion Line on Quartz 96 FM. You might have seen this over the last few days or at least read about it if you're a Celtic fan. Their boss, Brendan Rodgers, has come under a bit of flack. He was doing interviews with reporters and he wanted to get to the end of an interview with one particular female reporter. And he used the term, Jane Lewis is her name, he used the term, good girl, good girl, at the end of the interview. He also called another reporter a good man. Good man. Uh, but people took objection to the fact that he called Jane good girl and called your man good man. Didn't call him good boy. It's a, a bit of a flack over that, Brendan Rogers. Now, Eamon Holmes has kind of stepped into this. Uh, and Eamon Holmes said, look, hold on a while. This is a Northern Irish thing. You'd see women in their 50s and 60s calling each other girl. It's, it's, and men and women... Men calling women girl. Do you know what I mean? It's a thing in Northern Ireland. Of course, Brendan Rogers is from that part of the world. But it's still not going down too well. Eileen Ring uh, regularly talks to us about, uh, well, soccer, especially, but women's sport in general. You saw that, I take it, Eileen. What did you think? Morning. Yeah, morning, P- morning, PJ. How are you? Um, yeah, I saw um, a friend of mine um, from the other Three Amigos podcast, Wayne Mullen, shared it with me the other morning. And um, look... I suppose, first of all, I'm probably not the most easily of offended, offended of people anyway. And I think at times we can maybe lose the run of ourselves and, and maybe being a bit too offended too easily. And But it's an awful look for Brendan Rogers. I don't even think it's the good girl comment. I think it's, if you watch the interview, he's, he just is snarky. Um, he doesn't want to be talking to this particular journalist. Um, mm. And so it does come across incredibly condescending. So it's an awful look for him. Was she pushing him a bit or something? I I don't think she was. He made a comment and she she kind of pushed a bit further on it, but it was he had made the comment in the first place. Um, But I just think, yeah, it was a bad look for him. Mm. Whether or not um, it's common use language or not, it's it's incredibly condescending. And obviously at the moment, there's probably a a broader issue around this with with female punditry and things like that. Um, Not just in, in, in football, but I suppose in GA and rugby as well. And, should women be commentating on men's sport? And absolutely, of course, they should if they're qualified to do so. Um, mm. So like that woman is, is just doing her job and I suppose doesn't deserve to be kind of spoken down to maybe like he does there. But from the other side of things like football and sport in general, is it's, a, it's an emotional place. And I think like feelings and emotions can be really heightened as I'm sure a couple of referees around Cork City will probably testify that my own emotions have been heightened at times. Um, yeah. So you just maybe say things without really thinking 
and I would hope that's it as opposed to it being kind of an issue that it was a female journalist um you would hope that, um, but yeah, look, it's a bad look for Brendan Rogers, and I think he would probably acknowledge that as well. Was it sort of his, if you like, his body language towards her, or his demeanour towards her, rather than the words he used? Yeah, for me, that was what stood out lot, a lot more about it. Um, it was his, like, he very much just came across, I, I thought, as you he say, kind of kind of He didn't want to continue her. that conversation. Yeah. No, and look, to be fair, I didn't see any of Brendan Rogers' other interviews that day. He may have been like that across the board with other yeah. journalists. I'm, I'm not sure if he was, but in that one, like, it was just, yeah, and as he said, he came across condescending. But look, as I said, it's, I understand it's an emotional place post-game and stuff like that. And I'm sure if he looks back at it, he's going to cringe a little bit at the way he carried himself, I think. Yeah. Broaden it out a small bit, um, Eileen, because I've observed watching the rugby as I have been for the last couple of weeks far more female involvement not just in panels not just in commentary we now have a fully professional uh, referee and on the URC tournament in particular there's a wonderful young presenter she's Irish I'm always sure of it on on premier sports women are really getting into sports presenting and punditry thing and for me they're bringing something fresh and vibrant to it I don't think that's shared by a lot of men, but I certainly feel that way. No, and I suppose if you look at people that have a problem with it, maybe maybe empty vessels make the most noise kind of come to mind at times um, with people who have a problem with females um, work, working in male sport or sport in general. But as you said, like, yeah, Joy Neville obviously has just smashed through the ceiling and she's refereed at a really high level mm. um, in men's rugby and World Cups, in, in as you said, the ERC, the Heineken Cup or whatever it's called now, Um and yeah, with as you said, like I, for me, like punditry is is always de- a decisive thing, any a divisive thing anyway. In that, like, some female pundits are terrible, but equally some male pundits are terrible. Yeah. Um, that's the reality of it. Um, but there's some incredibly well qualified and knowledgeable female pundits in in across the sports that I would watch. I, I would often see them, and like, there's not too many female pundits that jump out to me. Um, that are terrible. I know. Look, there's been said a particular character in, in, in British football who has a major I- issue with female punditry. Joey, like Joey Barton. Joey Barton. Yeah, I would he said, yeah, he said any, any, any man who listens to women's commentary or co-commentary needs their heads testing. And I, mean, I heard him say that and I said, did you never hear, Joey, of Eleanor Aldroyd who was doing soccer commentary 20 years ago and was brilliant at it? Yeah, like somebody like him doesn't really deserve much oxygen. Like this is a person who put a stubbed a cigarette out in an academy player's eye and went to prison as a result. Do you know what I mean? It's not for me. Like his opinion's not worth the whole pile. And like there's been some really good voices on it. And I think Emma Hayes, um, the Chelsea women's manager, spoke up brilliantly um, about it. And like I think sometimes what men don't realise that is they've had a huge amount of privilege in sport. And you, see, we talk about female pundits and. Um, just take rugby like the likes of Fiona Coughlin, Fiona Hayes, um, even Joy Neville as a referee. Yeah, Joy, like, yeah. So, like, they've obviously come through, um, like, playing rugby at a time where there wasn't anything provided to them. So, like, they had to fight for every single That's thing right. that they got. And do you know what I mean? This wasn't like that anything was handed to them. Like, And it's the same with, with, with football. The likes of Anya O'Gorman does a lot of punditry with RT, and she's brilliant. Karen mm-hmm. Duggan is the same. She's brilliant. And they had to claw for every every inch they got like as players and for respect and stuff like that and they're more than qualified to give an opinion on on Indeed the sport it doesn't matter if it's if it's a men's game or a women's game they're more than qualified and look 
I'm around football my entire life and I know an awful lot of football people and the reality is like football people will never have a problem discussing football with me because they know I'd have an okay Indeed. knowledge of it. Like Absolutely. the only people that will ever have a problem with my knowledge of sport are people who don't have a clue about sport. Yeah. Well, I was, I was watching a rugby game. It's a few months ago now, but I heard, I'd never heard of her until I saw her referee a URC game, Holly Davison. She's, she's Scottish. And there yeah. was, you know the way rugby, some of the decisions can be very... Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Picky. And the ref will explain it on the pitch. And, of course, the best that ever was was Nigel Owens. But she was explaining a very picky point about why she hadn't awarded a try. And I thought, wow! She was so... Even the two guys said, okay, fair enough, Rev. You got me. You know, she was brilliant. Absolutely brilliant, you know. And, 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 and yeah, I, I, I was delighted to see it. You have to probably appreciate is like, the, like women in that scenario, like they're aware that every decision they make and every bit of conversation they have that is obviously picked up and rugged by the microphone, it's going to be judged that bit more than if it was a male referee. So they know that. So for that reason, I think the standards that, that they set are, are incredible, are that bit higher again, because mm. look, I know social, social media can be brilliant, don't get me wrong, but social media can be horrible as well. And you can see mm. it, as I said, in the Men's World Cup last year, where the RT had a lot of female pundits in for it and like silly remarks like yeah. made about... As I said, really qualified, knowledgeable women Absolutely. Um, on football. Absolutely. You know, I think Joy Neville was TMO on a match I was watching at one point. And again, she, she was the one who had to explain to the ref why he couldn't award something. And again, the explanation was just spot on. I thought, well done, well done, you know. Leave it, stay, stay there, Eileen. Bring in Kevin at this stage because it, it's, it's related. Pat Spillane wrote a piece in the Sunday World. Now, look, Pat Spillane never minced his words in his entire life. But he wrote a piece in the Sunday World about retiring from the Sunday game, saying that he jumped before he was pushed because he felt that male pundits aged 60 or over are being deliberately excluded in, a more in, in, in the effort to be more inclusive. Kevin, morning. Morning, PJ. Um, it was an interesting choice of words that he used, wasn't it? Um... PC, so he's he's thrown out the dog whistles there, and the other one's inclusivity. So what's his problem? He's the fact that he, we have a female host, two female hosts now for the Sunday game, and you've got a new generation of pundits who are more relevant to the modern game than he than he ever could be. 
Mm. I mean, the problem I used to have with Sunday game was it was too it was too cosy. You're desk cow and he's three mates. If I want to go and hear three mates talk about whatever match we're watching, I'll go down the pub. And I'll get, a, I'll get about as much useful information out of those three in the corner than I will out of those three on the screen. Because it's, that's what it turned into at the end. They, they got too cosy, and mm. they got too matey and too pally, and they forgot the fact that they were there to analyse the game. You almost and knew before you went back to the studio what Pat was going to say, having just yeah, watched the game. I mean, look, when, you, when the first line of someone comes out with, back in my day, we never did this, that, and the other. I'm sorry, Pat, Pat Spillane is the ruler of childhoods from kids from Cork in my generation. He destroyed childhoods <laughs> up and down this country, and he will never be forgiven for it. A fantastic player. But he was on RTE for over 30 years. He was 68 years of age. He's had his stint. He has a voice in the Sunday world every Sunday. If you want to pontificate on the glories of the world, grant good luck to him. Mm. But the pundits that the Sunday game are trying to bring through now, still finding their feet as pundits, it's very difficult to get in front of a camera and analyse a game that you've just watched. Trust me, I do it. And it's the, another thing when you're trying to find your public face. These are all people who are generally in their 30s, 40s. Peter Canavan is, the ex- is one of the exceptions. Peter Canavan is 52, but he cut his teeth on Sky during when they were covering the that, yeah. Yeah. And he And he's, the way he analyzes a game is fantastic. I want to watch a post-match show that tells me something that I don't know. Yeah. I want someone to analyze a game and tell me something that I that happened in the game that I didn't see and why it happened. Or something and, something that happened that you didn't fully understand a decision, exactly. say, and there it is, explained brilliantly. Yeah, rugby are fantastic at it. Football, soccer, not so much. They've gone down the red top route now with some of the pundits that they have. And the difference is, you can mark the difference in how Roy Keane was last night on ITV as to how Roy Keane is when he's on Sky. Sky are all about clicks and comments and sound bites to drive social media, to drive content, to drive advertising, to drive revenues. Mm. And it's gone down the road. They were brilliant when Jamie Carragher and Gary Neville were doing Monday Night Football and they analysed football and the incidences from the weekend on a Monday night. And I would go out of my way to watch that hour and a half yeah. because I would learn something. After a game now, I learn nothing. I, Gary Neville come out in the League Cup final talking about Chelsea and their million, their billion, billionaire flops or whatever he wanted to label them as. Mauricio Pochettino in his press conference yesterday called them out and said, what have you ever done in your life, Gary? Yeah, I know. You know yeah. What have you done as a manager? You've done nothing. Yeah. You know, it was the famous Conor McGregor line. You'll do nothing. It's, it's a and question of who... It's not, I don't think... Well, I, I know there's far more women involved in punditry and presentation now. I wish I could remember the name of the girl on Premier Sports presenting the rugby. She's absolutely fantastic. And she's not afraid to ask hard questions of her panellists either. She really is good. Um, but just for the two of you to, to sum up, like, is this... What's all this about? Why is there so much pushback against the inclusion, do you think? Eileen, you first, obviously. Um, why do you think there's so much pushback against the inclusion of more women in presentation and in punditry? I'm not sure. Is it maybe a little bit of insecurity? Sorry if I'm insulting all of those people with that opinion out there. But I think Kevin hit the nail on the head there. Like, GA has evolved. Every sport evolves and every every sport changes and like it's not a case of excluding people, but maybe having people that are more um, relevant to a generation. I've said like football is not the same game now as it was ten years ago, and like he's dead right about Sky. Like it, 
it's it's probably become more of an entertainment package than than a football game at times. Um, and like that, like the Monday night used to be great. And to be fair, if you look at Sky and their coverage of the women's league, it is a lot more punditry based because they're not looking necessarily for just those clicks. They'd analyse the game and, and things like that. But um, I think, look, essentially we're living in a society where people like giving out and people kind of like finding something that upsets them and, and kind of running with it and mm. maybe being offensive for the sake of being offensive to people and... Look, I said, I'm not somebody who's easily offended and like you're never going to agree with every pundit. But he said, when you tune into a sport and um, you want someone who's qualified to be there, who knows enough about sport. That is, as Kevin just said there, that when you leave, you said, yeah, do you know, what? actually, I didn't look at the game and think of that. Yeah. That's what you want. And that's what a good pundit does. And like for me, I wouldn't be incredibly knowledgeable at all about rugby. And I like when I watch rugby that a lot of the time you walk away and I say, Oh yeah, I would have. I wouldn't have thought of that. I didn't know why that decision was made, but it's, right. it's explained to you, and and I think that's what you want. That's but, right. That's right. Ashley um, O'Reilly is that presenter, by the way. Thank goodness. I don't know who pulled her name up on screen there for me. Ashley O'Reilly. She's fant- she's fantastic. Kev, you see yes, more right. more 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 women on panels and more women presenting. Yep. And I'll tell you what we we do with our podcast. Some of the um the the content creators, the the female content creators that are out there at the minute. And I see some of the abuse that they get. But the content that they do is fantastic, and they have to tr- to be so much better. They have to be to do it so much more articulate because the abuse and the stick that they get. The likes of Joy Barton. Joy Barton has realised that what he's spouting gets money for him, and I see more and more women podcasters out there now that are so brilliant at what they do. And the more I see it, the more I want to engage with them, and the more I want to drive their content and help them and just be involved with it because it, it's it's changing and it's inclusive and you're learning more you're learning a different perspective of how the game is watched especially watching Sky's coverage of the women's game because it's on Sky's, Sky 1 it's on their free to wear package yeah. more or less so everyone gets to see it and the analysis is fantastic yeah. and you're getting to learn the players you're getting to meet the players for the first time through these pundits and they're all relevant because they're newly retired from the game. Yeah, they were only so playing. They were only playing it a few a few months ago, and and they're really up to speed with how the game is going on the pitch, as it were. Eileen, thank you, Eileen Ring, and Kev, uh, thank you both. It's just an interesting one. I, yes, Ashling O'Reilly, she's fantastic. And that Scottish referee, Holly Davison, I can't record the match that she was refing, um, but it was in the URC, and there was a controversial call. And the two players involved weren't happy. And she stood there and she explained it in the middle of the pitch. And everybody got it. There and then. And she got it. Corks 96 FM. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs> <laughs> 